because coffee is such an important topic here in Costa Rica, I wanted to share with you an article by the Coffee Guru from March 23, 2022. Really good article about coffee certifications and what they mean. When you buy a cup or a bag of coffee, you want to make sure that yours was grown and harvested in a sustainable way. Many people, like myself, want to buy coffee that will not hurt the environment and also be of high quality. When I first started the roastery, this is the coffee guru speaking, by the way, and I was out doing sales calls to introduce myself and the coffee options to potential businesses. I can count on my one hand the number of businesses that would ask me what about coffee certifications and the differences between all of them. It was even more infrequent to be asked more specific questions such as, is your coffee fair trade and or is your coffee organic? Flash forward to 2022 and after I would give my sales pitch, I would often get questions and the most common being about the coffee being organic and or fair trade. For some, it was such a big factor that it made the determination on whether they decided to order from me or not. The same was true for the customers that came into the coffee shop as well. However, a lot of the times, the people that asked these questions were confused about what this meant exactly and also were not aware of the other types of certifications out there for coffee. So it is with this in mind that I'm going to briefly describe the types of coffee certifications available. The six most common coffee certifications that are currently used, the Fair Trade, the Bird Friendly, the Rainforest Alliance, the Carbon Neutral, the Organic, and the Direct Trade. Fairtrade. Fairtrade International was established in Germany in 1997 and brings together different global initiatives under one umbrella organization and establishing a set of international standards for fair trade. Its purpose is to make sure that coffee is grown according to a set of strict standards that encourage environmental sustainability as well as ensuring that the people involved in production were treated and compensated fairly. Makes sense. In short, the fair trade certification model pays producers an above market fair trade price provided they meet specific labor, environmental and production standards. It needs to be noted here that the fair trade certification has changed recently as initially there was a split between two groups, the Fair Trade USA and the Fair Trade International, due to who should get the certification, just small farms or both large and small farms. To make matters more confusing, Fair Trade USA then split once again, so there is now a third organization called Fair Trade America, which is independent from the two. but is more closely aligned to fair trade international. <laughs> so anyway, politics get involved and as always they screw things up. Bird friendly. This certification comes from what I think is a rather surprising source, the Smithsonian Migratory Bird Center in Washington DC. This type of coffee certification is very strict compared to the others as they must first get their organic certification. This certification is almost always from family farms and basically is saying that this coffee was grown in a more natural environment and the growing and harvesting of coffee is incorporated into natural surroundings. In a normal scenario when a farm is being prepared for coffee cultivation, the land is cleared and the trees are planted. 
However, with a bird-friendly certification, the farms provide good forest-like habitat for birds where coffee is planted under a canopy of trees rather than being grown on farms that have been cleared of vegetation. As with some others, the bird-friendly certification does not get into anything else such as labor pay or work conditions. The Rainforest Alliance Certification Some people assume that Rainforest Alliance and Fair Trade are one and the same or have the same goals. Even though they both assist coffee growers, there are some distinct differences. The actual overseer, an organization that controls this certification on a nonprofit base, is a nonprofit based out of New York and whose mission is not only to protect the environment, but also the rights of the workers that grow coffee with this certification. Because of its on-farm focus and lack of trade standards, it is more naturally suited for larger farms rather than the small producers that are at the core of the fair trade movement. It does not prohibit the use of pesticides and therefore is distinct and separate from the organic certification. Carbon Neutral A carbon-neutral coffee business is one that, through the totality of its activities, does not add to greenhouse gases in the atmosphere. However, verifying this is easier said than done, and unfortunately there isn't a uniform internationally recognized methodology or standard for determining if a company is carbon neutral or not. However, the theory behind having coffee certified as carbon free, a company must submit coffee for a detailed life cycle analysis, a third party process that formally scrutinizes the carbon emissions associated with every step in production. The resulting analysis accounts for all carbon dioxide emissions starting with a coffee plant and ending with an empty bag of coffee. This type of certification, similar to some of the others in which it does not take into account the conditions under which the farmers or laborers work. However, for those that make the effort, get this type of certification and are also very mindful of the workers. The organic certification. In case of the green coffee entering the United States, at least 95% of what comes in cannot have been treated with pesticides or synthetic substances in order to get this organic coffee certification. In other words, it has to comply with the way coffee was grown and harvested way back in the day before the advent of these newer ways of farming. An important point to keep in mind when it comes to organic coffee and the certification that it does not take into consideration anything else besides its criteria, so it does not mean that farmers will be paid more or that their working conditions will be any better than as if they were producing non-organic coffee. Direct trade, the final one, this is where a coffee roaster will deal with the farmers directly. In other words, they will pass any middleman and any boards that do coffee certifications like the ones listed that we just talked about. Another word that we'll have to get into this, uh, the farm to the port of the country he is buying from. It will then have to go from port to port, in this example, the United States, and finally from their roasting facility. If at any point along the way there is an issue, it will be up to the buyer to resolve it. It has been my experience, therefore, that if you are not a larger roaster, direct trade is difficult to justify financially. 
the coffee guru, I don't think is from the United States. And that is why some of my reading of his report here didn't make any sense. But uh, the bottom line is, you know, I just want a cup of coffee. I don't really care. This is my personal view. I don't care about the organic. I don't care about carbon neutral, rainforest alliance, bird friendly, or fair trade. I just want a cup of coffee that tastes good. Thank God when you sit down from Starbucks to Juan Valdez to any soda in Costa Rica, you order a cup of coffee, you pay a buck or two, and you drink it. That's all I'm here for. Pura Vida, thanks for listening. Don't worry about coffee certification. Bye.